Welcome back to Sports Day WA. You're with Peter Vlahos. There's World Cups everywhere. We had the FIFA Women's World Cup. They just concluded a short time ago. We've got the Basketball World Cup currently happening in Japan. But one of the big World Cups is starting this weekend. France is the location. It's the Rugby World Cup. And we know that the Wallabies are up against it, judging on the results in recent times at this uh, World Cup that gets underway. The opening match is France against uh, New Zealand. A man that's going to be right across for us here on Sports Day WA is our very own Mick Collis. Mick, thanks for your time. No, Pete, always a pleasure. And it's great to have the, all the warm-up events are over now. It's the real World Cup. That's the one that's about to start. But the big question is, what sort of form guide can you get from the warm-up events after what happened? last weekend? I, I, no one knows. It, it was quite extraordinary. I mean, we were, most, most World Cups we go in and saying, oh, this one's going to be the most open ever. But I think this one is going to be the most open ever, just because, as you said, those results on the weekend, there's been a pecking order in World Rugby for a fair while leading into this World Cup, but it was thrown out the window on the weekend. As you mentioned off the top, like Fiji beat England at Twickenham. Now, Fiji had never beat England before, let alone in England, but to beat them in Twickenham for their last match before a World Cup, that's thrown all sorts of scares into the England camp. They're already after the, um, the head coach, um, Borthwick. They didn't want him. They wanted him just to be sacked earlier. So I think that the English have lost five from their last six test matches going into this World Cup. So they're in all sorts of trouble. But, you know, Fiji... They're one of these teams. They've 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 now got a team in um, the Fijian Drua playing Super Rugby. So a lot of those guys from that Fijian team play together week in week out for that Drua team. Then they've got a few guys who play overseas that have come back into that side. So that Fiji team, that's going to be a real smoky. They're in the Australian pool, and we we always thought, oh, we'll be able to knock off Fiji. But I tell you what, after last weekend, they'll be looking at that game with a different set of eyes. Yeah, interesting. Uh, the Pacific Islanders were, in fact, uh, down 8-3 at half time, So they rallied on 27 points after half time, which was a, a fair effort there at Twickenham. What about the other result that shocked a few people? I was down at the Sorrento Surf Club uh, this morning and there was a couple of South Africans there and they're getting quite excited. The way, they, the way they trounced the All Blacks on the weekend. That's all they wanted yeah, to talk about. They'll be cock-a-hoop, our little our Springbok friends there. Uh, again, that was extraordinary. That was the biggest loss in New Zealand rugby history. So from game one, which is over 100 years ago, 600-something tests or whatever it is, it's, that's their biggest ever loss. And again, they were one of the favourites going into this World Cup. So like, no, no, one, no one can work out what's going on. It's just... Um, it's extraordinary. I think it's going to be one of these events where on your day, if you make some mistakes, you're going to be punished by the opposition. So it's going to be the team that makes the least amount of mistakes is going to get through this World Cup. Because on their day, most of these teams are pretty even. But I tell you what, a couple of little mistakes the All Blacks made. That Scott Barrett, he got, he's been red carded for a, for a high shot. So I'm not sure. He hasn't been before the judiciary yet. So if they lose him, he might miss all the all the pool games. He might miss six weeks. Who knows what's going to happen there? So... It's um, oh wow! It's going to be it's going to be interesting. And I know the English they've had a few dramas with red cards and suspensions as well. So it's uh, and this new rule that rugby's brought in where the head is sacred, and if you, if you hit the head sort of with a shoulder or an arm, where well, you're going to be suspended. So players have really got to watch their discipline, and I think that'll be a key factor. But yeah, for the Springboks to beat the, the uh, All Blacks by that margin again, and their coach Ian Foster. He's under pressure. Scott Robinson is a new coach. He's already been appointed, but he'll start next year. People were saying that Foster should have gone. Robertson should have taken this World Cup. So there's pressure on these guys. You know, you think um, 
Old Simpson from the West Coast is under pressure. <laughs> These guys in charge of international teams, they're under all sorts of pressure. Saying that, you mentioned discipline, and even the Wallabies have had some discipline issues, haven't they, in recent time? I think they conceded about 14 penalties in a fifth straight defeat uh, this year in 2023, and Eddie Jones is still looking for his first victory as coach. Yeah, so we're none from five. So Eddie Jones was brought in. Dave Rennie was the previous coach. He was sacked mid-year after a World Cup camp. He'd been up on the Gold Coast with the squad that he thought he was going to be taking to the World Cup. He's got home Monday. They've rang him and said, oh, sorry, mate, you're out. Uh, Eddie Jones is in. Rennie had a win percentage of 38%, which was pretty low. And, you know, on stats alone, probably should have gone. But he was building for this World Cup. They've brought Eddie in. And Eddie's on none from five. So he's on 0% for his second term. Of, uh, of, of leading the Wallabies as the coach. So there's all sorts of questions being asked about him. But I think he's on the right track. He's picked a, he's picked a young squad. And I know that Australia's got the Home World Cup here in 2027. Now, after we saw what happened with the Matildas, Rugby Australia, they would like to do well at the World Cup in France this year, but they want to do extremely well in 2027. Now, I think that's been Eddie Jones' remit, was to get a team that's going to capture the hearts of the Australian public on home soil in 2027. So I think if we if we do well, it's going to be great. But if we don't do well, I think it'll be forgiven because that 2027 is the one. But you talk about discipline. I think we must have the record for the most number of yellow cards. And we got one again on the weekend. Suliesi Vunavalu, uh, the former rugby league winner that no one else thinks should have even been in the World Cup squad except Eddie Jones. He got a yellow card. So that puts us down to, you know, 14 against 15 against one of the best teams in the world. And you know, you, again, you can't afford to make little mistakes like that and give a team 10 minutes playing with an extra man. And that's what Australia, their discipline, as you mentioned, it's been, it's been a massive deal. And that's something they're going to... I don't know how they fix that, but um, it's something they've got to work on because you can't afford, again, to be giving away dumb penalties in a World Cup. Let's have a look at the World Cup. Starts next weekend. As you mentioned, France taking on the All Blacks. Uh, they're in Pool A with Italy, Uruguay and Namibia. You'd expect the All Blacks and France to progress, even though Italy are uh, always nuisance value. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they are. They're nuisance value. So they're a team that you can't take lightly. But if, geez, if you can't beat Italy, you shouldn't be going to the quarterfinal. So, yeah, those those two teams, the ones that'll that'll get through. But, yeah, Italy will just create a little bit of drama make it a bit more of a challenge for them, but I can't see any of those teams being troubled by Italy. In Pool B, you've got South Africa, Ireland, Scotland, Tonga and Romania. It's an interesting group. You'd expect the South Africans and the Irish possibly to get through, but you can't dismiss maybe Scotland. No, and Tonga as well. Like The, the Tongans have got um, a fantastic team, and I know Israel Folau, he was meant to be playing for Tonga, the former Wallaby, uh, he's, but he's got injured, so he's out. But a lot of the... Because rugby, world rugby have brought in a rule now that if you if you play for a country, uh, as, you, as a country, but then you don't play a test match for three years, you're eligible to play for the test match of your heritage. So for someone like Israel Folau, hasn't played for the Wallabies for probably, you know, four or five years. So he is now eligible for Tonga. And there's a couple of ex-All Blacks that are in that squad as well. So the Tongan... They, and they're such a physical, tough, hard team. So they will just go out and just legally just bash these other teams. So I think the only team out of that four that, that wouldn't think that they're going to make it through would be Romania. I think Scotland, they're a dark horse. Tonga, as I said, they can just bash people. <laughs> and, then, um, and then the two others, you know, you'd think Ireland certainly, they're one of the favourites to win the World Cup. Um, so, yeah, Romania really the only one. I think four out of those five uh, are, you know, probably worth a little bit of sly money for the for the quarterfinals. Paul C is Wales, Australia, Fiji, Georgia and Portugal. Australia, I think, play Fiji, uh, Georgia in their first match. But all of a sudden, Fiji 
uh, can join now Wales as Australia as possibilities of getting out of Pool C. Yeah, and, and Fiji, I think we've, I read today, Australia has dropped to ninth in the world rankings. Fiji are now above us. Fiji wow. Are. So on stats, you know, we're going to be the ones that should struggle. But as I said, we, we should beat Fiji. And we'll certainly beat um, Portugal and um, who was our other one that we've got? Uh, Georgia. Georgia. We'll beat, we'll beat Georgia. Yeah, Scotland beat them on the weekend pretty convincingly. So it's going to be between Wales, Australia and Fiji. And I'd like to think that we've got We've got the warm-up match against Georgia, and then I think we've got Wales as our as our second match. Um, mm-hmm. So the way the Wallabies are playing, because it's such an inexperienced team that hasn't spent a lot of time together, that little warm-up game that we'll have against Georgia leading into that Wales game, that's going to be really valuable for us. So I, I think that we will top our pool. But again, we need to be good. If we have a game like we did on the weekend where, you know, Carter Gordon, he's fantastic, but he missed a heap of kicks, and you can't afford to leave points behind in a World Cup. So if, if there's a tight game and your kicker's not scoring the points it needs to score, well, then it's very easily can swing the other way. So if, if everything lines up, we should beat Fiji. And look, we, sh- we should beat Wales, but it's a World Cup, Pete. And as we know, anything can happen. Yeah. And finally, Mickey, England, Japan, Argentina, Samoa and Chile. Another interesting group. Yeah. And again, Chile, the only ones that probably aren't much of a hope. I think that's I think it might be their first World Cup. I actually think they beat the USA to mm. to make their first World Cup. So they'll just be excited just to be there. Um but Samoa again just big, strong. They t- they play that very Fijian style but with more physicality, which is which is hard to believe, but they're just they're just a really tough, tough side. Argentina are a very good side. They beat the Wallabies in the in the rugby championships that we had. England, you know, you'd think would get through, but they got you know, beaten by Fiji, so they're a bit doubtful. And Japan, you know, I mean, they've they're, they're been the big improvers in world rugby, and we saw that they beat uh, South Africa in, when was that, the 2015, I think, mm. World Cup. They, they beat South Africa. So Japan on their day, again, a team that has improved by, I mean, they've been, they won, they should have got through to the quarterfinals in the World Cup in Japan last year, but just missed out by percentages. So they'll be angry as a result of that, and they'll come out absolutely firing. So again, four out of those five teams, could make the quarterfinals. There's no easy run for those teams. Exciting times. Uh, Mickey, we're going to be right across at uh, this Rugby World Cup. I'm really looking forward to it. Nothing like a World Cup. We saw what happened uh, here on home soil in Australia and New Zealand with the FIFA Women's World Cup. And I suppose everybody now will be on board with the Wallabies. And let's hope they get off to a good start. Thanks for joining us, mate. We'll keep in touch. I look forward to it. Thanks, Pete. Mickey Collins uh, giving us an early preview into the Rugby World Cup, which gets underway this coming weekend. Looking forward to that. Thanks for joining us on the program. Uh, I'll be back again tomorrow from 5 o'clock here on SENWA and Sports Day WA brought to you by Kia and the EV6 GT, the World Performance Car of the Year, and Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre, serving WA for over 45 years. Thanks, Asha. Thanks, Jimmy. See you tomorrow at 5.